Galnet News Digest, 20th of May, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, free Apex crime scandal. Humanity 8, Dargoids 2. Apex steals blow to shipless beagle challenge. Double blow to fleet carriers. The Galactic Police Forces have clarified some of the rules surrounding crime and death in the galaxy. Kill warrant scanners can now detect criminal commanders on board a ship. If this happens, it makes the ship and all its modules wanted in that jurisdiction, allowing the scanning ship to claim bounties after a successful kill. If a commander is killed and their bounty claimed, the next thing they know will be waking up in a detention centre. What happens next depends on what happened to their ship. If their ship was destroyed and the commander pays for the rebuy, they'll have their ship, clean and lovely, waiting for them to take the helm. If for any reason the commander does not pay for their ship rebuy, they'll get offered the choice of a free Sidewinder or a free Apex shuttle for their onward convenience, leading to claims that the penal authorities have been far too lenient on criminals. If the commander's ship was not destroyed, the prison authorities will transport it at taxpayers' expense to the detention centre. If the ship is clean, the newly revived ex-criminal commander can fly off in it. However, if the ship was hot, it'll be impounded. In fact, all hot ships the detained commander owns will be impounded at their existing locations. The commander will not be able to transfer or use them until they've paid a release fee to have the secured docking clamps removed. The Confederation of Grumbling Taxpayers has described the free Sidewinder, the free Apex Shuttle and the free transportation of clean ships belonging to detained criminals to the detention centre as shocking, describing it as a slap in the face to honest taxpayers everywhere. And they've demanded that someone ought to do something about it. The fires have been put out in 8 out of 10 starports, only a week after they were attacked and damaged by Thargoids. California Freeport, Artemis Lodge, Corrigan Terminal, Celine Orbital, Donars Oak, Bering Port, Betancourt Base and Coal Point have all been evacuated and made safe, and are now ready for the repair effort to begin. Organisations such as Operation Ida are likely to make short work of shipping in materials, although the temporary ban on fleet carrier movements may have some impact on their operations. Only Ark's faith in the Pleiades and Archondelaine's Fort Zeno in the Colsac Nebula are still left needing workers and inhabitants evacuated. The Thargoids haven't gone away though. They are still fighting any ship brave enough to take them on, with the Thargoid presence remaining relatively high in several of the systems. There's a massive Thargoid presence in Colsac Sector VU-O B6-6 and Colsac Sector KN-S B4-9, and a moderate or significant Thargoid presence in five of the other systems. The Thargoids have been eliminated in only two systems, Seleno, and Muscadark region PJ-P B6-1, with HR-1183 expected to become a Thargoid-free zone in the next 24 hours. The theory is 
The space aliens were upset at both the Alliance's expansion into traditional Thargoid territory and the Aegis initiative to develop new anti-Xeno weapons using Guardian technology that was recently harvested from a selection of ancient ruins and currently stored in the Delphi system, which Galnet Delphically refers to as Pleiades Sector IR-WD1-55. There is no word about whether the Thargoids managed to destroy these research samples. The galactic record for the first person to Beagle Point without a ship has been dealt a blow, after Apex Interstellar explained that they won't go north of Sagittarius A-star at this time of night. The Galactic Cab Drivers Union apparently stipulates that no cab shall be permitted to travel more than 2,000 light-years from its home port, meaning that there are substantial chunks of the galaxy that are off-limits to explorers who can't afford their own spaceship. But it's not entirely curtains for galactic hitchhikers. If you can team up with someone willing to fly you across the galaxy, or take a series of shorter rides stopping off to camp out under the starry sky on planets along the way, it's still possible to get to Beagle Point without ever owning a ship of your own. If only you can evade the dreaded Braben Tunnel, which sometimes inexplicably transports you back to wherever you were just before you got this ride from a helpful timeline pilot who just happened to be going your way. Fleet carrier owners have been stung by bad news twice in the space of 24 hours. The galactic authorities have temporarily banned all movements of fleet carriers, and the maintenance fee for these newly static personal starports has nearly doubled. The cost of running fleet carriers was brought down dramatically shortly after their introduction, following an outcry from new and prospective owners at a time when the availability, price and efficiency of tritium was also a major concern. Now, suddenly, and without warning, the price has gone back up to nearly pre-riot levels. Disgruntled owners have pointed out that you don't get anything extra for the additional charge. You don't get a bridge to strut around on self-importantly. You don't get a bar area where you can meet up with other commanders and lunge, nod or squat during the enforced 20 minutes of idleness when the coordinates have been locked in and all you have to do is wait. And you don't get a viewport through which you can watch the spectacular jump sequence as the fleet carrier travels through the rift in space-time to its preset destination. But, as it happens, a bridge, a bar area and especially a viewport wouldn't be much use at the moment, as the Pilots' Federation has banned all fleet carrier movements after becoming concerned that all those little tears in space-time might be turning into one massive rent through which planets might fall, or perhaps out of which might come creatures from another dimension. There has been talk of the galaxy appearing to freeze repeatedly, like a movie running at a very low frame rate, and of a plague of taupe adders. However, a spokesperson for the Pilots' Federation insisted that everything was under control, adding that everything is totally normal and that everyone should don't worrying before cackling wildly and heading off back to the hamster farm, muttering, I'll be back. In the unlikely occurrence 
of a planet dropping through Arendt in space-time, the Pilots' Federation have put out a request for names for the planet, and have offered a goldfish bowl with a bonsai brain tree in as a reward for a commander whose planet name they will pick, they say, possibly randomly. I've not entered myself yet, but I'm considering something involving the colour taupe. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. I know, utopia, utopia. That's so good. <laughs> you can't have it, that's my entry.